But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Bill Higgins has seen the highest highs and the lowest lows, but he's faced it all with a never-quit never attitude. You might as well strike out swinging because you ain't going to hit a home run if you don't swing, and you're not even going to have a chance at it if you don't step up to the plate. He wants to help you overcome whatever adversity you are dealing with in your own life. There are no limits to what your dreams can be. By sharing stories of redemption and strategies on living the best life you can live. Are you looking for some motivation and inspiration to get you on the path to success? Quitting is a learned behavior, not a natural behavior. Our natural instinct is to not quit. But we learn to quit because people talk us out of our dreams. You've come to the right place. These are the Comeback Chronicles. Welcome back to the Comeback Chronicles. Welcome back, comebackers. Welcome back, never quitters. It is WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania weekend, guys. That is an exciting time for me. So uh, I don't know how many how many of my listeners out there are wrestling fans, but I hope even those that are aren't wrestling fans will bear with me through this podcast um, as I talk a little bit about wrestling, but eventually I'll tie this into how this will help you on your comeback journey, how this will help you live the best life that you can live. So uh, the last podcast that I did, I talked about how baseball cards have been a big part of my life and always bring back that that feeling, that nostalgia. It brings me good feelings, kind of brings me to a happy place. And, uh, you know, it's a nice pick-me-up every every year when it comes time to buy that pack of baseball cards. Wrestling has that same effect on me. Wrestling has been a huge part of my life. I've been a WWE, WWF uh, wrestling fan since I was about 10 years old. I started watching wrestling. Um, they had the superstars of wrestling on every Saturday. Uh, the thing about that show was it was all pre-recorded, and you always knew who was going to win the match. You had the big name wrestler Hulk Hogan, Junkyard Dog, uh, Andre the Giant, Big John Stud, Roddy Piper, um, all these guys, and they would always be fighting some punching bag. Barry O, S. D. Jones, um, you know the one, two, three kid. Uh, actually, he he wasn't really a punching bag. He came along much later. But um, there was just always these big names. Tiger Chung Lee, that was always a big one they would beat up on. And uh, these guys, um, every every match was already kind of predetermined. You had to pay money to go to the events to see the big names fight each other. If you wanted to see Hulk Hogan wrestle uh, Big John Stud, you were paying money at, a, at an event to go see that. And then in 1985, Vince McMahon came up with the idea of WrestleMania. And... Uh, you know the thing about WrestleMania was it wasn't like today's pay-per-views where you paid a you could just go on and push a button and get it. In fact, it was a, it was a closed circuit deal. Like you had to. I know they had events you could go to the arena and watch it on a closed circuit program, but if you were going to have it in your home, somebody actually had to come to your home and install some type of device on your TV to watch it. Um, we certainly weren't technically savvy enough in my home to do that, and I don't think my parents had the uh, financial means to afford to do it. So that wasn't happening. And the way that it would work is you'd watch the event. Um, you'd, you'd watch the results of the event the following Saturday on TV. You'd find out what happened. 
And then I remember renting the VHS tape at Budget Video on 2nd Street uh, years later. I'm not years later, months later after the event. Probably rented it 30 or 40 times um, and just watched it that way. But, you know, wrestling, like I said, was a big part of my life. I talked about part of this on an earlier podcast, on the Never Quit podcast, but, you know, I'll, I'll touch on it again. The first time I ever went to wrestling, I remember my friend Ricky Brown called me and told me that he had he had tickets to wrestling, but we had to find somebody to take us. My parents, they weren't going to take us. So my mom suggested I call my pop-pop. Now, my pop-pop was by no means a wrestling fan, but he was a lover of life. You know, he just liked to do things that... Um, you know, new experiences. He liked to try new things. So he was all about it. He said, yeah, I'll take you guys down there. He went down there and he loved it. You know, he enjoyed the show. Uh, It's something he never would have done otherwise. Uh, And that's something I often talk about on the podcast is take advantage of opportunities to do things that you would have never had the opportunity to do otherwise. So my pop-up took us. He had a great time. Um, As I got a little older, I um, remember I had a paper route. I had the ability to to pay my own way, but I was still a kid, so I couldn't get there. And I asked my dad to take me to see this scaffold match at the old Civic Center in Philadelphia. I said I'd pay for the ticket because he wasn't going to pay for the ticket. And my mom said I didn't have to buy her a ticket. She'd buy her own, but I did have to buy my dad's. And uh, we went to the we went to the event, Road Warriors versus the Midnight Express scaffold match. The way to win that match is you had to throw your opponent off of the scaffold, which was 20 feet above the arena. It was just absolutely uh, exciting, fascinating. I remember Dusty Rhodes wrestled that night. Ric Flair, Ravishing Rick Rude, Manny Fernandez, the Raging Bull. It was just a fantastic um, opportunity for me. My dad took me. He fell asleep during a scaffold match, believe it or not. He just was not into wrestling. But as I got older, my brother was born. I was about 14 years old when he was born. Um, as he got older, I got him into wrestling and uh, took him uh, to meet The Rock one time. I forget what mall it was at, but The Rock was at a mall signing autographs. I took Dennis to meet The Rock, and we waited in line, and there was a cutoff, and we, and we got we didn't make the cutoff. Uh, there was you know three or four people ahead of us were the last people to get in. So I actually grabbed my brother, took him in front of the line, snuck him under the ropes. I said, I can't get in there with you, but you run over there to The Rock's table, get his autograph. And he did that, and obviously this is long before the time of selfies and uh, cell phones, so that we have a couple of limited pictures, not great pictures, of him standing next to the rocket and his autograph. Um, if I can find one, I'll post one on the Facebook page. Um, but that was, that was just a cool opportunity for me and my brother to spend time together. Um, as we got older, um, you know, me and my brother went to wrestling shows. I took him, and uh, when WrestleMania was in New York City a couple years ago, me and Amy went with Dennis and Marissa. Uh, Karina was uh, actually, um, Marissa was pregnant with Karina at the time. I remember that. We walked around and she uh, she was uh, she was a good sport about it. But we, we had a good time there. And then the next year, right after Karina was born, I'd say, uh, we went to um, New Orleans to see WrestleMania in New Orleans. And, you know, so we were there when uh, Brock Lesnar broke the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, that was, that was a huge event. We had a great time. So, uh, just brings back a lot of good memories. Um, I know my cousin, Nicole, her and her husband, Jim, they, they're big, uh, fans of the podcast. Every time I see Nicole, she reminds me that she's a never quitter. Uh, I remember watching plenty of wrestling events in the basement of my parents' house on, uh, Ashburn Avenue in Cheltenham, uh, over the years. So there's just been a lot of times, good times spent, uh, watching wrestling over the years. 
Now, the thing about wrestling is um, there's 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 two aspects to it. There's what's called the kayfab. That's what you watch on TV, and then there's the real life of these guys and uh, guys and girls. And if you find, you know, you can follow these stories and follow their lives, and it's really interesting stuff. But the, the stories themselves, there's plenty of opportunities to watch redemption and comebacks uh, along the way. But there's also the behind-the-scenes stuff. I remember uh, watching AJ Lee. Um, you know, she was a big, big wrestler a couple years ago, um, wrestling at, at WrestleMania. And I saw this video of her as a little kid meeting her hero, Lita, uh, who was a wrestler. Uh, Amy Dumas, she had met her, and there was a video of her getting so excited to meet her, and then she, it made it her goal to become a professional wrestler, and later on she did that, and it was just so exciting uh, to see that uh, happen, um, and uh, there's just so many of those uh, real-life stories that go on. I talk about this uh, sometimes when I'm talking about wrestling. Two people drive me crazy in life, people who think wrestling's real and the people who feel the need to tell me it's fake. None of it matters. Yeah, it's not real. But um, it's not the type of thing that we need to be reminded about. You just enjoy the show. It's something uh, that's a lot of fun to watch. So that brings me to kind of what I wanted to talk about today on the podcast. And that's this. I've been talking a little bit about stoicism and overcoming odds and um, how, you know, the the idea of overcoming adversity and um, embracing the obstacle whenever whenever you're confronted with an obstacle, uh, just embracing it and overcoming those odds. And that's what Vince McMahon had to do to put today's WrestleMania show on. The show was originally scheduled to be in Tampa, Florida. It's the first week of April every year, uh, first weekend of April every year. Um, so the timing of it really couldn't be flex, you know, uh, worked around. It was going to be this weekend, or it was going to be canceled. It wasn't something they could postpone because there's other events that come on. There's kind of a series of events that occur throughout the year. Vince, Vince first said the show was going to go on. It was going to be in Tampa. It was going to be in front of an audience. But as things started to happen, things got worse. As things developed, Vince realized that couldn't happen. So what did he do? He adapted. He embraced the circumstances. And now they, they expanded it to a two-day show. So it's Saturday night and Sunday night. Uh, it's in an empty arena. It's in their practice facility, their training facility, I should say. And uh, I went on the website. Amy and I were looking on the website last night. And Vince is selling... Uh, selling merchandise related to WrestleMania. There's a T-shirt that says, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. You know, you always see those concert shirts that say, I was there and has the date and time of the event. You know, Vince is selling shirts that have the date time of the event and say, I wasn't there. You know, he's embracing the obstacle. He's dealing with it. He's working through this. He is making the best of a bad situation, okay? And, um, you know, I think that just tells you it's that never quit attitude. It's that that. This is the situation. This is what we're faced with. You know, this is what I have. What can I do with what I have? And Vince has just showed a tremendous um, approach to handling this situation. Is he losing money? Absolutely. But is he still making money? Yeah, he is. He found a way to still turn this into something. Turn, you know, what, what could have otherwise been nothing. He's turned it into something. And, uh, you know, it's great to watch that happen. So uh, if you're a wrestling fan, I hope you watch the show tonight. We're excited. We got Amy and I are going to watch it with the kids uh, tonight and tomorrow night. It's a two-night event. So uh, we're going to be quarantined here in our bunker watching WrestleMania. I'm excited to see The Undertaker's wrestling again uh, tonight. He's got a match with AJ Styles. Um, it's going to be neat to see how Vince puts this together. But the whole point of this podcast today is just to kind of 
bring that home and say, you know what? When you have adversity, you got to look for the opportunities. Okay, so this is where I'm at. If where do I go from here? You know, uh, I can't change the circumstances, but I can change how I respond to the circumstances. And that's what Vince McMahon did, and that's what I do every day, and that's what I encourage you to do every day. Uh, embrace the circumstances. Make the best of the situation, uh, whatever that might be. So um, I hope to come back here tomorrow. I'm going to talk a little bit more about wrestling tomorrow because it's WrestleMania weekend, and that's what I do. I, I think there was some podcast last year on the Never Quit podcast uh, where I talked about WrestleMania. I'll probably do this every year, first weekend of April. Um, but it's something I enjoy. It's something I love and uh, something that I do with my family. And, uh, you know, I, I've said this before. Even if I wasn't a wrestling fan, I'd probably still watch WrestleMania because I'm a big fan of watching the people who are the best at their craft. Uh, if you told me, hey, this guy is the best uh, violinist in the world, I'd go watch him. If you told me this guy is the best ping pong player in the world, I'd go watch him. I just am a fan of watching people who are the best at their craft do what they do. Um, those kind of things inspire me. And uh, as I try to grow this podcast, I try to listen to other podcasts and people who are really good at what they're doing and try to borrow from them um, as I develop this. I'm in sales now, now and I listen to uh, the best salesmen. I listen to how they present their, how, they, how do they handle their craft, uh, you know, learn from the best. And I'm always a fan of the best at anything. Uh, so uh, even if you're not a wrestling fan, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I look forward to coming back here tomorrow to talk about it. I got my little boy here sitting with me. Actually, he wants to. Do you want to say something, Billy? You want to say something about the podcast? Like I don't know. <laughs> you stuck up on me. I thought you wanted to say something to my listeners. No, I uh, you just want to listen to the podcast. He's trying to get an advanced copy of the podcast. One other thing I'm doing today, and I hope this works out, is I've been recording this podcast, and uh, I'm going to post it on the YouTube channel. See how that goes. Uh, trying to grow this a little bit more. The, the, yeah, the, the, the YouTube channel is called the Never Quit YouTube channel, and I'll post a link to it so you can check that out. But uh, I'm trying to uh, just keep growing this podcast, growing the audience, uh, giving people um, some content that I hope helps them uh, in their comeback journey and you know living the best life that you can live. So uh, it's uh, about 5 o'clock right now, 6 o'clock. So wrestling, uh, WrestleMania is about to start. I'm going to sign off here, uh, get this podcast posted, sit down uh, with my family and watch WrestleMania 36 uh, live from the training center. And uh, I'll have, uh, hopefully I'll put another podcast out tomorrow talking about the show. In the meantime, never surrender, never give up, never quit. Tomorrow isn't promised, but today is. You need to get out there and make the very best of it. Your best days lie ahead of you. Thanks for listening to the Comeback Chronicles. If Bill has motivated and inspired you today, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Comeback Chronicles. If you want to book Bill as a speaker for your organization, email him at bill at billhigginsjr.net. Hope you'll come back for more inspiration from the Comeback Chronicles. Chronicles.